Limited potential. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, go. Okay, go. Isn't there a band called Okay Go? Yeah, yeah. Don't they have that wicked YouTube video? They have like all their music videos are great. Yeah, it's so that's the one with the six seconds, like the slow mo, right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Video. two minutes, but the whole thing was like six seconds. And the mouse yeah. trap, the big mouse trap thing was like, uh, it's until the morning comes. That song. Yes, yeah, yeah. That yeah. song, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, they're not a bad band. Mm-hmm. No, no, they. I mean, they had that one album. But those mm-hmm. music videos, and after that, I just lost interest because, yeah. like, real creativity doesn't interest me. No. Why would it? No. But mm-hmm. I will tell you what I don't like. What's that? Mediocrity. Oh, sorry, Frank. Do tell. Okay. Guys, um, currently we're living in a world where there is something called the Winter Olympics happening mm-hmm. in Pyeongchang. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. And I was watching an event. I'm going to explain it very briefly. It was called the Half Pipe Freestyle Ski Competition. Oh, is this the one where... Uh, yes. Okay, I'll let you get to your story. So I'm watching, and I notice that this woman decides to go. She's representing uh, the country of Hungary, and she takes off down the hill, stops halfway. So she hasn't even got to the half pipe yet, stops halfway, and then slowly... Starts to do her run in the half pipe, doing absolutely no tricks and getting no height. And then her big finish, so I guess they gave her a a score, was to go down the rest of the hill backwards and then come to a very slow and controlled stop. She was competing. She was competing. Now, you would ask yourself probably this question, is that normal? The answer to that is no. When people normally compete in this event, they get 10, 15 feet of height above the rim of the half pipe. Mm-hmm. They usually they, measure the height in meters. They And they usually do a trick with every jump. That's the whole thing. They're that's being that. scored on the difficulty yeah, of their like trick. Yeah, like a spin or something. Like a 1080. That, that's, that's, is that technical term, Matt, a spin? Yeah. I guess. I'm sure there's like a crazy like beef jerky tail grab. I actually yeah. think it's called a hullabaloo. Yeah, when you do when you do a full body rotation, oh. if, if you go halfway, it's a hulla. Hmm. But if you go the full way, they add the blue. Is there a nasty Nate's? Is that one of the tricks? Probably. Uh, there's a snarfily garfily. <laughs> That's where like you fall on your actual skis and impale yourself. But she didn't do that. No, no. Okay. She just went up, down, up, down, getting no height, and she gets to the bottom, and you can hear the announcers are kind of like hamming it up a bit. They're being professional and. It was almost like they knew it was going to happen. Sure enough, it turns out that this person is representing Hungary, but is American-born. Okay. And they're a recruiter that works in Silicon Valley and are quite wealthy. And that for the last two years, they've been entering into events where they have basically paid their way. And they've entered into competitions where there were less than 30 individuals. Because if you finish 30th and above in more than, I think, one or two competitions, you qualify for the you can qualify for the Olympics as long as it, a national sponsor you hmm. that you qualify to be sponsored by. So Elizabeth Swanee piqued my interest to which point I wrote this tweet. Elizabeth Swanee. Sorry, let's take that back. Hashtag Elizabeth Swanee. Exploiting a loop 
didn't include the word hole, but I meant to say loophole, and competing at the Winter Olympics has drawn her a lot of praise. Yep, society now publicly praises someone who had enough money to compete for two years and make a mockery of people's life's work. Great stuff. The world sucks. That tweet has garnered 18,881 impressions and 384 total engagements and some very divisive comments. Really? There seem to be people who support her and her, I guess... Mockery of what the Olympics are? Yeah, like it, it, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is. Is it not a like a, a pinnacle event, like for human achievement? What the human body can do? Yeah, actually, I mean, look at the what's the one with the little mounds that they go down the, the moguls. The mm-hmm. moguls. Uh, I remember in 2010 and 2014 they had the sports, the science doctor on there. Mm. He was talking about how like the average body can't even properly take that impact, and they have to do special training for it. Yeah. Hence why it's an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. My I, knees couldn't take it. I feel like no, if I, but no. you've made a career living on your knees. <laughs> Whoa. You've been dissed. I have no rebuttal to that. I've always wondered where that rug burn came from. Uh, besides a rug. I feel like if I went down a hill, like a mogul hill, yeah. I would come out looking like a mogul hill. Oh, dude, I'd, I'd be <laughs> dead. Bumps, knots all over me. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's no, that's crazy. Like you got to think. And I, I if I'm not mistaken, I probably am. Um, the reason, too, that she made it that far is because people trying to qualify would fall or misdo the trick. So they don't get enough points yeah. or they um, I guess they fail or whatever it's called where they don't they don't qualify. They don't finish. Where for her to literally just go up and down, landing perfectly and making it to the end, she'll get the minimum enough points, which end up beating other people who tried tricks, but failed at them. They were talking about that on radio. Okay. They were saying that, that, like, that is a format, really yes. Really trying to push that sport and like do crazy jumps. That's why no one was landing anything. I also heard that the tracks weren't that great either. I know for snowboarding, the men's half pipe, Mm -hmm. if you notice a lot of them were falling at a certain section near the bottom half of the hill. It just, the ground wasn't even. Sean White, I know also he, on his first or second run, he, uh, he bailed there. Yeah. And then Um, he went and won a gold. And then he won a gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's what champions do. That's rule 76. (laughs) No excuses. Play like a champion. I'll tell you what isn't a rule. It isn't a written rule or an unwritten rule. Making a mockery of the Olympics. Welcome to episode 24 of The Unwritten Rule. This week's episode will be The Unwritten Rules of the Winter Olympics. As yeah. you can tell off the top, Elizabeth Swanee has piqued our interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, despite the fact that I don't agree with what she did. Nor do I, man. That's yeah. so, that's a cop out. You know, and the people who would make the argument for it, I just want to say, like, do anything for the majority of your life. 
and then try to be the best at it and go to an event where they celebrate the best in every country and then have somebody show up and know that they just paid their way there and are making a total mockery of your life's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a... They basically trolled them, especially on nationally tele, like television. Yeah. A lot of the Olympics have to be broadcasted on a national channel. Yeah. Before I go any further, much like the Olympics, we have changed venue. That's right. Normally, yeah. we, are, we record in Mississauga at Double L Studios. <laughs> That's a clever name. <laughs> this week, we are in uh, another city recording yeah. at the Bazoo. The Bazoo Recording Studio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're in. Uh, we're at Ashton's house. You bet. And uh, let me say, some very nice ceilings. Mm-hmm. Walls are looking sturdy. <laughs> is our sincerest hope that there will not be too much echo. So with me, as always, is Matt. Hey you. And I guess our guest this week filling in for Luca, who. You know, I think what's what's happening with him? Is he getting his? He's getting the nip, the nipple job, right? I think so. Finally getting those new nipples. Mm. And pierced. We have Ashton. Hello. Hopefully you enjoy my sultry voice in my kitchen. And your rugged knees. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they crack all the... Oh, there they go. All the Jesus. time. <laughs> you would, I guess we weren't kidding. When you're good at what you do, you you're, commit. You're an Olympian at aging. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's let's get to the nitty gritty here. When does the dream start? If you're going to be an Olympian, a winter Olympian, when does your dream start? It's got to start, like, very young. How many Olymp- winter Olympians do you know that were like, yeah, I decided at uh, age 20 I was going to do this for the be an Olympian? That or, aren't, like, dramatizations of a Jamaican bobsled team by, exactly. by the company, the exactly. Disney company? It starts pretty early on. Like you Elizabeth need- Swanee or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Swanee is an anomaly. Was yeah. that her name? I, I thought I screwed that up. Uh, no, as a child. Like, it's... And I don't even think you decide. It's one... For me, I think Olympians, you're kind of bred into that. And what I mean by it is, you know, take... Uh, if you're skiing as a kid, you want to take up skiing or your parents say, hey, you try skiing and they find out you're good at it, then they, they just keep on oh, pushing yeah. you. Yeah. They just keep on pushing you. That's like, how do you... you I feel like you got to be a little bit wealthy to participate in winter sports. You do definitely do. It's a, winter sports especially are actually really expensive. More than, more than summer. I just watched yeah. that I, Tanya movie in the theater. Oh, yeah. The, I guess the retelling of the Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Great so we'll, Olympic story. We're going we're gonna to get into her story a little bit later, but started as a child. Mom was not well-to-do. Basically put all her money towards... Now, I'm getting that information from a movie, mm-hmm. so it may not be entirely accurate. It may be uh, drama- dramatized. Is that the Dramatization. Word? Dramatization, but, you know, I feel like if you're going to put your kid in any Winter Olympic sport, unwritten rule, have money. Yeah. 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 Even curling. I imagine joining a curling club is very expensive. And it's not like it's something that you could just pick up and do with friends on the street. Right. Like, even what are you gonna even do? practicing. Yeah. Like running, you just buy some shorts. Dude, you can do that barefoot. Shoes? You could do yeah. it barefoot. Does it have to come from within, though? 
Like, the, like as a child, like, do you have to make that, like, I'm going to push? Because, you know, there's parents that live vicariously through their children, right? Where they push them and mm-hmm. they sort of, you know, they scream at them behind closed doors, hit them, uh, dope them. <laughs> it's not a joke, <laughs> It's man. not a joke. I watched, really? I watched a woman, I watched a woman give her child at a cheerleading competition, like, two Red Bulls to get her amped. You're kidding. No, she's dude, like, it's... She's like, show me your smile. Show me your, show me your big girl smile. And those are crazy... Those are the crazy moms. She goes, show me the smile that hurts your face. Make it hurt the worst it's ever hurt. Okay, get out there. And she gave a little pat on the tush. Dude, watch a bigger, stronger, faster. Watch that documentary and they talked to a parent and his kid was doing... (laughs) Is this anything to the Winter Olympics? No, it's just with like doping and stuff like that. So yeah, there is Olympics actually talked about it. I thought you were going to say they talked to Kanye West and Daft Punk. (laughs) No, no. Harder, better, faster, stronger. I like it. There's a interview in it and there's a dad and he talked about how his son was on steroids basically hmm well talking about it's funny thinking about movies i just recently watched uh, molly's game okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tell me all True about story it. yeah so it, it was yeah. at the beginning of Good though movie. molly she was uh training and or she became an, an olympic skier but they showed her at a really young age she was talking you know um she's talking uh, she was talking all that jive? Yeah, she was a kind of monologuing jive what was talking? happening there. Okay. And then there was a part where she was getting tired. Was, she was a kid at that point. And Kevin Costner's her dad. He made her ski for like two straight years? Pretty much. So she came down the hill and she's like, oh, you know, I'm getting tired. I'm, I'm you know, it hurts. And the, his, his wife's like, you know, come on. She's been out here forever. Like, let's go home. And he's like, okay. He's like, so Molly, he's like, you're, you're tired. What's, a, what's, another, what's another word or term for tired? And she's thinking, and he's like, he's like, no, let's go. He's like, hold on, just answer. What's another term for tired? And she's like, you know, quitting. And he's like, okay. He's like, let's go. She's like, I'm going back up the hill. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Like reverse psychology got her thinking about it. It's like, yeah, if you're tired, sure. That means you're quitting. Get your ass back up that hill. But it, 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 I don't think it's, I don't think the kid or a child knows they want to be an Olympian at that point. There might be the few like that see it on TV now and be like, that's what I want to do. I want to be an Olympian. Mm-hmm. But I think it starts at you find something you're good at. And then you're pushed. I and can, at a certain point, it's just gets that competitive level. We're like, well, frick, I'm here already. Let's let's go. Let's go for gold. I can tell you firsthand at playing soccer at a pretty competitive level. And I'm not trying to do my own horn or any, anything two, like two that. Two to away, Matt. Two to away. No, no, I'm not trying to do anything like that. But like, I had options to go to, for schooling to play soccer in the States and stuff like that. Yeah. And I can tell you right now the difference to becoming a pro is your drive level and how obsessive you are about it. You need to be obsessive about yeah, it. Your I mean, life is eat, breathe, and eat, eating, breathing, sleeping, that shit. That's the beauty of the Olympics is that you're not trying to become a pro. You have to work a part-time job in your spare time. <laughs> well, it's for, for a three other them, years. <laughs> a lot of them, there's like world championship circuits that I'm finding yeah, out about. But those are, am, but those are amateur. Yeah. Events. And then the, you, can, pro you level. can go pro where you become like a paid figure skater for like ice capades or like you literally mm-hmm. just show up. In cities, like there's a world tour of professional skaters that like Tessa Virtue or well, Scott Moyer. What are they doing? Or Disney on Ice, Elvis Stoico. Remember he, Elvis Stoico? Yeah, he goes absolutely. to the CNE all the time. Yeah, remember his little heart out. Dude, what is uh, Katrina Lemay Dawn doing or whatever her name is? The speed I skater. I don't know. I remember seeing her and like she won gold in 2002 and she was like celebrated and then she just disappeared and she just stopped existing. Yeah, because, you know, you pop out a few puppies, suddenly you can't triple axle anymore. That's right. You know, that might happen. But day to day training, Mm -hmm. how much of it is natural talent? Like, I mean, I look at people who figure skate and I think 
I got on skates when I was four. So that's like a, that's a sponge age, mm-hmm. right? You should be able to just soak it up. I want it off the ice. Yeah. Okay. And some people get out there and they just glide like little eagles. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a part of it that's talent. Hmm. And then again, it's that drive that you just want to keep on going at it. And you got to enjoy it. I think at that age, if you're starting young, it's something you need to enjoy or you're just being forced to do it by your parents. It's it's like a 50-50. You know what? You got to have talent. It's, There's got to be a bit of talent. Yeah, there. I'd say it's more at first when you first start. Mm-hmm. It's all about the talent, right? Because you're good and you have you're because you're good, you have fun and you keep doing it. But as you get older, that talent diminishes a little and it's not that at, as parent, you have to put in more work because you start meeting people who are as talented as you. Yeah. So that training, that idea of training is crucial. I mean, our, your favorite, our favorite soccer player is Messi. Yeah. Most talented player in the world. But at a certain point, he realized he had to put in work afterwards. Because eventually people were going to catch up. And exactly. Be able to see right. The tricks coming a mile away. Yeah. It's that same mentality. But even, even when you look at something like the pursuit of it and training a lot and mm-hmm. putting in that extra time like we just talked about maybe you know doing double sessions a, a day or you know double sessions on ice let's say you're a figure skater double sessions on ice and you're in the, the weight room i don't know i don't know what the training regiment is spinning lots of it i'm imagining at some it point isn't. your social life really 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 starts to vanish 100 percent. you have none so can we make it an unwritten rule to be an olympian you have a minimal social life. Oh, absolutely. Damn, you took it out of my book, like literally. Funny you mentioned that. that. You uh, yeah. No, funny you mentioned that. I go to school with a friend who, I guess, went to school with someone who played on the CFL team here. Okay. On the, our Canadian Football League, he played on the Argos. Mm-hmm. And he just won a great cup with him. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to him about that. And he was saying in high school, he didn't go to any parties. He had no social life. All he was doing was football every second yeah Yeah. every second of the day he said that guy was doing something towards bettering his football career yeah it's like cut to like a you cut back to a scene of him in high school he's locked himself into his locker and he's just injecting himself with anabolic steroids (laughs) yeah pretty much he's like i won't come out till i bust out (laughs) (laughs) every halloween he goes as the hulk (laughs) just because it's easy Hey, Troy, going as Hulk again? You know it, motherfucker. <laughs> These guys, you think, like, fame or anything drives them money? Because I, I feel like some of them end up on Wheaties boxes. There's endorsement deals. Right. But, sure. but, I mean, realistically, if you're competing in, let's say, a heat of 30 individuals, let's say 30 countries are represented in figure skating or skiing, I mean, there's only, like, a handful that can win. And there's really only a handful marquee events I'd say figure skating's up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hockey when pros were there, which kind of defeats the purpose. It does. But technically also, with the Olympics. But also mean, yeah. the amateur hockey, unwatchable. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like it's like watching bad European hockey. Yeah, because they're not those are all guys that couldn't make the NHL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, essentially. And when you've given me like three straight Olympics, like a steady diet, was it three or four? Uh, four. four from 02, 98. So, no, from 98. So we're talking like a healthy diet of pro hockey. Mm-hmm. If you take that away from me, I mean. It's like the World Cup of Soccer getting taken away and getting played at the Olympics where there's only three above 25-year-olds. So it's, like, it's, like, it's like an indoor. The World Cup is replaced. The actual World Cup is replaced by like indoor soccer played by like. <laughs> 
Brazilian players who retired and got fat and they just don't give a fuck. They're playing barefoot. With you like see summer. Ronaldo, Adriano and every Brazilian that was supposed to be good. I think about the whole money and fame. I don't think that's part of Olympians. <clears throat> if you want to be an, uh, an Olympian and be a part of the Olympics, I don't think that's what drives you because chances, I, I guess if you're, you're thinking about you're winning the gold, so you're going to have a positive outlook on things, but I don't think that's the ultimate outcome. It's the out, outcomes, the gold medal. Now with so that, it's all about the gold. It's all about the gold, baby. Uh, with that may come the subway sponsorship. <laughs> and just, Johnson does I just, well. I just, I just pictured somebody winning gold and biting into it to make sure it's like real gold. Oh, it's real. And then you know, then comes the money. Then comes Reebok, Nike, Adidas, and all those guys. I like you look at um, all those. Not, I don't know much about winter, but um, Michael Phelps. Okay, right? Yeah, that guy still <clears throat> like all the sponsorships came after he was winning gold medal after gold medal yeah, after, after gold medal. It. Well, I mean, he's he's a rare exception. He's like the greatest Olympian that's right. ever Olympic, the most decorated. But that's who that's who gets the sponsorships, right? That's who they want. Uh, well, so I think it, that's once how, you that's, once that's you, how you get Shark Week, yes, yeah. I think once you get to that level, though then it just becomes a you know a, a part of you and your ego gets bigger and it's like well now i want more money now i want more sponsorship so it drives you maybe that's what starts driving you at that point but up until then it's that gold medal this is funny like you can get so much money for being an olympian it just can't be for the thing that you're doing in the olympics <laughs> no it's never it never is look at ben johnson he got his gold then he got stripped no one advertised for him, and he yeah. just became a sports coach. What about like That's a, all it is. What about like a thick, hot, juicy rivalry, like a mm. Tanya Harding, Nancy yeah. Kerrigan, or a, do we still see that? Is that around? I, 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 I mean, not to that level, obviously. But you know, there's usually like I feel like there's like internal shit. Like if you're really like balls deep into like skiing or you know the skeleton or bobsled like maybe there's shit talk or like incidents that have happened like in nascar when they bump the, the last and this is goes back to again the nhl thing but the only real rivalry i remember being dominant in the olympics was canada u.s for hockey yeah no no, no there's lots of, russia the, no but the, the, the last couple years always have a rival like really i didn't ever really watch figure skating so it's out of my head oh, it's, it's majestic I, it's great i watched it this year and i enjoyed it but I'm too just manly saying, for figure skating, Matt. When I think back to the Olympics that I've watched and actually paid attention to, the only real rivalry I can like conjure up is the hockey stuff. But that's because right. these guys play each other in a league for 82 games. I still, I mean, my biggest trouble with the Olympics is, my biggest problem with the Olympics is I really think it should be a test of physical ability. Leaving things open to like the, you know, subjectivity of, of judging an event based on artistic merit and Yeah, that I don't get it's the worst. Yeah. Like I, I understand watching figure skating, knowing what a person's routine is supposed to be, and then critiquing if they follow their routine and how well they execute those moves. Mm -hmm. But like when it's the free, when it's the free from free style, freestyle, sorry, free foam. foam. You just got to think of, uh, just got to think of Laquan and his, uh, his raps. (laughs) Freestyles. Do you think, do you think spit more fire back? Yeah. Let me ask you guys, let's say you're okay. Barring this year, because they're just Russian, Athletes being rep- representing the Olympic team, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. OAR. But do you think that like coming from a communist country maybe gives you a little extra motivation? <laughs> 
like to maybe get out or you know not die when you go back for failing like the Pretty north Co- the north korean teams must all be like terrified well do you hear apparently they're gonna get like shamed or something there was a news article that came out i can't remember exactly what it said it's, it's escaping me but it was something along the lines that there's going to be like a form of punishment for the north korean teams that did poorly and athletes that did poorly at the olympics what that's, i would that's petrifying i mean it seems like the logical thing to do in that situation with kim jong-un is just say like hey how many more shamings a year do you have than celebrations that's probably on your infrastructure, bud. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're you're shaming people more than you're celebrating them, it's probably because your country sucks. Yeah, yeah. Not the people, your country. Dude, what World Cup was it where the North Korean team, one of the guys tried to defect and they couldn't find him? Really? Yeah, and in 2010, when they made it to the 2010 World Cup... He showed they, up again? No, they were missing practices because they're all enamored by TV. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, about rivalries outside of, you know, the Tanya Hardings of the day, um, I was actually, I'm terrible with names, skiing, uh, the downhill skiing, the women's. Okay. There was that, um, the U.S., oh, one, one of the U.S. Was Tiger Woods' is ex? Oh, if it was, I have no idea. Let's just call her Maggie Smith. Sure. She, the older one. She, she's a bit older. She's been doing it for a few years. It's oh, probably shit. her last you know one. There's a really old actress named Maggie Smith. <laughs> so I don't think it's her. But um, it was funny because she decided, I guess, all the Olympians. Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsay Vaughn. Thank That's you. It, yeah. They were all choosing when they wanted to go, like what place they want to ski in. And so she specifically chose seventh place. Mm-hmm. And people are trying to figure out why is she seventh? Like not, 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 I don't think anyone wants to necessarily be first. Some people do. But like why seventh? And the whole strategy she said was the Italian skier that ended up scoring better than her always went after her at the prior Olympics. And I guess would see her run and really focus on what she's doing and mimic what she does and tries to pick up on where she kind of messed up. Okay. And she would either come close or maybe sometimes do better than her. So she purposely said, no, no, I'm going to go after her this time. Mm. And so she can't, you know, copy me or see what I do. It didn't work out for her because the Italian ended up doing pretty good, but I thought that was interesting. So there could have been like a little rivalry there between the Italians and the She's US. like, we were just looking at you and laughing at how <laughs> shit you ski. <laughs> you skate, you ski like merda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. That was her. So maybe they do exist and we just don't know. We're not in that culture. You know, you know, it's well, the, they're hazing, hazing and like being competitive like that and mental edges are huge mm-hmm. when, in these events. Like they just doesn't, I think the announcers really try, especially Canadian announcers, it makes me sick. They like ham it up in this way. They're like the Olympics are about togetherness and love and, and just the celebration of the athlete. No, it's not about that. These people are cutthroat. Oh, they yeah. don't work. If you've been working your whole life to do one specific thing. Failing at it is not an option no. in your head. You got to remember, man, winning brings money. At the end yeah. of the day, like the better you do at your sport, the more money you make. This is their livelihood. It also calms the voices in your head. Like I'm telling you, I honestly would not be surprised to find out that the majority or I would say half of Olympic athletes have some sort of mental disorder that makes them obsessive. Hmm. Because to be able to be that meticulous, like, for bobsled or anything like that's another little subtle exception that the winter Olympics have over the summer Olympics driving a car down some ice. It's no, it's that there's maybe one or two 
maybe three of I mean, like, hypothetically, you could die during any of the martial arts. You could die if you did the high jump with the pole, the pole vault, and you impaled mm-hmm. yourself on the pole or landed on your neck. That'd be unfortunate. You could die in the the rings. The rings, shot, put. I mean, there's yeah. a couple. Javelin. I mean, that's uh, the rifle one. You could more likely you could kill somebody, but there's there's a rifle. But like every single winter sport, there's a good chance you you can kill yourself. There's like a very high chance. Dude, the Canadian Mark McMorris who won uh, the men's snowboard freestyle broke his neck. No, broke his neck. That's putting it lightly. Eleven days to the event, almost or eleven days, eleven months. He uh, punctured his lung, ruptured his spleen. Cracked his uh, femur, broke his collarbone, and I can't remember what the other thing was. But he practically almost died. Okay. Literally almost died, and this was him training. There's a guy in the Olympics, and I watched the video. It was horrific. I don't know why I watched it, but during one <laughs> of the races, he flipped backwards and landed on his neck. He broke his neck. Yeah. Well, it's like the – it's like the what's that fucking – the long jump. The long jump ski yes. where you go down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jump. That let crazy. Me, let me ask you something. What is the training process on that? Is just like, <laughs> like well, if he lands it, we know we got it. We got a winner. If you he know? doesn't, he might be dead. He's a natural. He didn't die. Yeah. You know, maybe, what, they, maybe they train on trampolines. What made that person ever want to do that sport? Was it Go like down a really big hill and off a massive jump? But let's think further back. Did they look up and realize I want to be a bird? I realize high. they couldn't do that and figured out the next closest thing to flying is that a big jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, like <laughs> spread their wings as they fly. But do, you guys, do you guys think that maybe shaving ice, like you know, those guys who professionally shave with a chainsaw, I feel like that should be a win. Yeah, event. it's like the lumberjack yeah. event. The yeah. lumberjack. You gotta be quite world. skilled to do that. Yeah, do. that'd be pretty cool. But how messed up are the people that want to do the skeleton? Forget luge, because that's crazy. But the skeleton where you're head first. That has to be literally deciding you want to be really good at something, but you know you're mediocre, so you find something that's really <laughs> that neat. nobody wants yeah, to do. Exactly. It's like it's it's like finding something that where your margin of error is like the best case scenarios. You're getting really really hurt, dude. Someone yeah. died at in 2010 because there was an error in the track. That's right. Yeah. In luge. But, like, again, luge is feet first, skeleton your head first. Oh, I remember that. I was watching yeah. that live when they shot when they shot up and hit the sanction. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the yeah. turns. Like, there, the, was the, there was that legendary turn that was brutal. Yeah, like the test run. What, yeah. was, the, uh, what was the thing that this year, that everybody who was doing the skeleton, mm-hmm. they all have really, really great helmets. One guy has an Iron Man helmet that yes. has glow-up eyes. That's so cool. I, like, I mean... It, Look, I think it's nuts, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you for looking cool before you die. You know know, know what would be really great? If you had a suit, if your body suit was like a bullet and your head was like a copper tip or that'd be kind of cool. Did you do the Nintendo bullet? Yes. The oh, from Mario? Yes, that'd yeah, be that'd be cool. cool. The black bullet. Dude, I think we found our thing. We're just going to create suits for skeleton and <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drop an unwritten rule right now. Unwritten mm-hmm. rule of being a uh, winter Olympics athlete. Have a cool suit. You don't got to wear your country's colors. Have a cool suit. I, I like agree. It. I like it. Injury setbacks. Ooh. Do you rest or train through it? Do you quit? Do you turn it? negative into a positive or a positive to a negative what do you do let's say you get hurt during training in the lead up to the olympics do you cortisone the hell out of it and potentially risk walking with a limp for the rest of your life how committed and true of an olympian are you because i think that'll answer it 
like the the logic thing to do would be rest but then you have those crazies that are obsessive that it's like yeah it's okay i'm gonna push through it what if you're in a team event and you know being there might hurt your team score Mm. you drop out or you uh figure out other ways to train while you heal other things but you hear those stories where people are like, you know, they broke this, they broke that, but then they still pushed, they still played because you, they needed to get better, they needed to get that time. It's like Tonya Harding. Yeah, Tonya Harding when she when Nancy yeah. Kerrigan got her knee smashed, she yeah. broke her kneecap and she kept competing. Yeah, she like got the quarter zone. She tried to recover. She could easy. I think she won a silver. So, yeah, I think she went a silver for it. But and that's what it is. It's that drive where you can't give up to still win and then push right. yourself. That's right. Christy Yamaguchi won gold. <laughs> yeah, dude. My favorite thing about I know I'm going off. You just wanted to say that name. I love it, Christy <laughs> Yamaguchi. I'm going off topic with this, but my favorite part about the NHL playoffs is after when it's all said and done, and you find out all the injuries that the oh, winning yeah. team played through. Right. Like Boston, I'll never forget this in 2013. Patrice Bergeron had a torn cartilage, a separated shoulder, and a punctured lung. And after the series, he had to stay in the hospital for three days. Like, that's not smart. That's stupid, man. The guy could have died. That's hockey. Yeah, but that's hockey. That's right. But yeah, I think you should rest it. Realistically, man, there's more to life than being an Olympian. Don Cherry masturbates to to (laughs) players playing through injuries. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a punctured lung. Oh, run! Get Let the me tissues. tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Get the tissues. <laughs> doping. Let's talk about doping. Okay. Now the Russians, famous for it. I'm sure Americans do it too. Oh, dude! Everybody. You have no idea. No, I feel like I have a pretty good. You idea. probably have a great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. Everyone's doping. I feel like they're all doing it. It's like in yeah. baseball. You know, just make it legal. Let if anything. Who doesn't How crazy would those home runs be? See, this is the thing. I'm, I'm of the opinion, let everybody dope to hell. Don't let them be role models. Like, flat out, have the Olympic ceremony start with, like, children being, like, told, do not worship these people. Do not emulate them. They're killing themselves for gold. And then, you know, you let a bunch of, like, roided up mongoloids come out and just, like, they, they come out and, like, you, you know, you put one in a bobsled and watch it fly right off a cliff. or <laughs> And that's the event. Like, they fly off a cliff into, it's like... a big jump, into, but in a bobsled. Into a gorge. And then it's, like, how, how they splatter. They get a rating out of 10. <laughs> it's like Homer versus the gorge. <laughs> I think that'd be a great event. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how many things you can reference with The Simpsons. And you know what else? It's... Yeah, I'm great with that. Yeah. You know... Uh, what else is good about that, Frank? Population mm. control. Yes. That's great. Yeah. You just thin out the stupid herd. Yeah. Also, I mean, it sets up a nice, like, um, precursor to when we live in a post-apocalyptic, you know, radiation to hell, Mad Max mm-hmm. future. Yep. You know, we'll have the, the Mad Max Olympics where we literally just throw people off cliffs and watch them splatter and then rate it out of 10. can't wait. Or whatever the number system is at the time. We rate them out of, we rate them out of Schmorg to blarg. Yeah, it's literally like yeah. the cannonball, right? Oh, the bigger was, the splash, the better. Mm, that it's was the same thing. That, that was a full blarg. I'm yeah. giving you a full blarg for that splatter. <laughs> but to doping, dude, everyone's doing it. You might as well. I mean, in, when did Ben Johnson win gold for Canada, but then got it stripped away? See, I never refer to it as when did Ben... Jo- I, I refer to it as when did Ben Johnson shame our country? <laughs> yes. And... Uh, I think it was, I want to say 84 or 86. Okay. That, yeah. that Olympic, uh, the guy, I think it was Carl. No, it wasn't Carl Weathers. It was Carl Johnson or something like that. He was on the same steroid as Ben Johnson. 
Okay. So everyone's doing it. It's just who's better at not getting mm-hmm. caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Any type of doping to me is cheating. And if you got to cheat, then you're not good enough. You should be competing. You deserve to be bronze. You're right. You shouldn't be. But that's the problem. When everyone else is doing it and you try to have that If moral... everybody jumped off a bridge, Matt, do you do it? Kind of. I mean, if, if, if everybody that jumps off that bridge gets rated in a system and then awarded <laughs> medals, and I really want one of those medals, yeah, maybe I do. Well, technically, that is a thing at the Summer Olympics. It's called the high dive. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, it'd be amazing. Yeah. If, Damn it. You're on fire today, man. It'd be amazing if they let them high dive and then behind like a barrier of sharks and they give them like a five second head start and then they release the sharks and they got to try to get them but they jump off with like with like bloody bacon tied around their ankles release the sharks this podcast should really be the unwritten rules of making the olympics more enjoyable yeah just way and way more barbaric okay wait let's pretend you're an olympian you went through the training you get the call the team's putting you through. You're joining Team Canada. Or if you're in the States, you're, do- you're joining <laughs> Team... Freedom. Red go, Caps. Go Eagles. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what your symbol is. What What is it for the States? Is it a bald eagle? Yeah, sign of freedom. Okay, we're the Leafs. It's their flag, the isn't it? Like, they have the Stars, the stars Bangle, stri- Bangle. Stars and everything. Stripes, that's yeah. it. You're, you get signed up by the old Stars and Stripes. Or Ralph Lauren. I know Ralph Lauren once <laughs> did their uh, their costumes for walking in. Let's talk, about, let's talk about your team gets you in there. Personal politics, okay? Mm-hmm. Do personal politics have anything to do with you participating? Because let's say for argument's sake that North Korea were to win an Olympic, a hosting of the Olympics. Would you attend? Um, Assuming that you're, you know, somebody who's either politically avidly against and outspokenly against North Korea's policies and how they rule their nation. Like, do you go to that event? I think as again, if you're if you are hardcore an Olympian, yeah, you do, because this only happens every four years. I think about it. the next Olympics, you're like, you know what? Just to, for personal politics, I'm not going to go this year. You got four more years to wait. You're now four more years older. See, okay, hold on. I hear what you're saying, right? But, but I look at an event like the World Cup. The World Cup that's happening in Qatar, they've already had. They, it's been well documented that the stadiums there are being built with slave labor. Yeah, oh. yeah, man. Yeah, and they've already had like. Are you being sarcastic? This yes. is like oh. this is like two and a half years ago. I think they they had something like twenty three deaths. Yeah, like, like a month or two in. Yeah, mm-hmm. they take your passports and shit when you go there for work. That's mm-hmm. right. Like I mean, it, I feel like if I were. I mean, I'm not saying that's why Italy didn't qualify, but I feel like they were just... Because they chose heart- not to go? I just feel like they were heartbroken and they couldn't participate. See, in but that's... I'm saying I couldn't. One, that's horseshit. Two, I it's, that's different because they're, when they aren't playing in the World Cup, they're still playing regular season. And I then know. they're playing international games. Yeah. With the Olympics, that is all you have. No. To, to wait for another four years? That's bullshit. They have the Commonwealth Games. Russia's putting on their Olympic Games for the doped-up athletes. <laughs> You're right. It really is all they have. That's right. Yeah. So to wait another four years again, you're four years older. You've now missed that chance to win the gold because that is why you're doing this. Assuming you're not rich and you're just some mediocre Olympian, like you never like most of the Canadians, like you never had a point. Actually, we, we did pretty good this year. Dude, we broke our record for most medals. No, ever I said in the Olympics. if you're not rich, though, there was uh, that, okay. there was that one year that a lot of Canadians couldn't like, go to the Olympics because the government wasn't supporting them or paying their way. <laughs> like, 
How? Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to save that question for later. It, it, well, let's keep it. Let's keep it. I missed it. That I was, was before Vancouver. Imagine being an Olympian. You don't right? remember that? Yeah. And you then get told, yeah, you want to go compete and win a medal? Pay your, for your they own way. They had to pay their own way. You don't remember that? So the many Canadians? Canadians. Yeah, a lot of them. I don't think it was Vancouver. It might have been the one before. Let's be fair. Or maybe Sochi. Let's be fair. If you've had the money to like ski as much as some of them have skied or whatever, you probably get the money to take a flight to Vancouver. Goddamn uh, Canadian government. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, hold on. Opening ceremonies. Yeah. They can be pretty lavish, pretty extravagant. Yeah, yeah. Probably some parties after. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have an event the next day, do you go? <sighs> to the party? To, like, the event. And you're an athlete? Yeah. Wait, you hold on, hold on. Uh, no, I wouldn't go. No, but dude. To the opening ceremony? No. Oh, oh sorry. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't participate wait. in the, if I had an event Don't the next day. Don't you have to go? No. What do you mean, no? I wouldn't go. No, I'm not saying if you would, but don't you have to? No. There's nothing that says you have to. I misunderstood your ceremony. question. Yeah, I'd miss opening ceremony. It's yeah. boring. I'd sleep, I'd sleep her in. I'd just stay in my hotel room. I'd order up a, a nice little massage. It's maybe some dinner. I'd go out, smash my event, and then yeah. I'd just I'd, you know, enjoy the probable Olympic Village orgy that goes oh, on for yeah. the next two weeks. <laughs> which, Everyone knows. Let's talk about... Actually, you know what? Before we get to, to, the, to the debauchery that takes place inside the Winter Olympic Village... Takes or doesn't take place. I don't think we really know. No, apparently, like, it's a known thing now. Open ceremony flag bearer. Mm-hmm. If you have an event within a couple of days, I mean... At no point in your training did you probably walk around with a giant flag and a pole. Could you imagine Could seeing you, that? Like, what if that, like, like picture, picture, you're like something like a figure skater or a skier, somebody who has a very pristine, very aligned body, and all of a sudden somebody's like, here, hold this 60-pound flag for the next four hours. And it literally, like, like shatters your dis- femur. Displaces your hips yeah. or something. Like, you know, I've, the- like I've, I've heard... I've heard from someone that it's very easy once it's sorry, it's very difficult to dislocate a hip, but not uncommon to sort of displace them or, or mm-hmm. sort of mangle the muscles mm-hmm. or strain the muscles. Now, I mean, it's all well and good. Your country's asking you to be a flag bearer. It's That's an right. honor. It's a, it, you should be honored. You're proud. But do you think that, like, I feel like they shouldn't publicly ask you. I feel like it should be privately asked. Yes, and then, give you the option. Because I feel like if I had, like, let's say a skiing event where my arms are going to be holding poles and, you know, just basically doing things, I, the last thing I want to do is, like, carry a heavy-ass flag around for three hours. You know what they should do? What? They should create little helmets that the athletes walk in on and on the helmet when there's a big country it has each section of the flag and they line it up so when everyone walks in they're walking in as the what flag what are you thinking i yeah. thought you're gonna say like have those hats with the little flags hanging off no i'm sure the french did that already because you know, that's be, a french thing to do you know it'd be really cool too if they did like you tie you basically put a little ring on the back of everybody's snowsuit because they all come out in those snowsuits. That's yeah. right. And That's attached to the ring is your flag, and the whole team gets in a line and walks, and they drag it. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. That'd be kind of cool. You mm-hmm. know what else would be cool? What? No, 
I rephrase that. You know what else is cool about the Olympics? What? Watching the opening ceremony to see the country, the guys come in as one. Like they're coming in a country and they're the only representative. Yeah. Oh my they're god, they're my love favorite. That. Like the one, the one Nigerian representative yeah. in the Olympics. Or he's like mm-hmm. from Olympics. Kuwait, and it's just the one guy, and he's like, yeah. He's just like, I, I'm, I'm alive. Love, he's like, I love to lose. The yeah. one Maltese. That's yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I would do, man. If I was an Olympian or trying to be an Olympian, I'd go as another country. You know. Sometimes I thought about that doing an Olympic sport. If I had a, just a little bit of talent and go for for Malta, why not? You could have been a good like. They had a downhill skier this year. I feel like you could have. There's no snow. <laughs> There's no hills. Ashton's like, when are they going to bring in the seal ride? <laughs> Seal riders. Can you imagine him like riding a, like a snow seal or some animal? When, you know what I... When, but I thought about it. I've, I've, I've actually thought about doing that when I was younger. Dude. Like, it's a brilliant idea. The first time I saw Portugal make it to the Winter Olympics, the instant thought was, okay, there's two events that they could possibly be in. Ice building, like <laughs> igloo building, or ice, ice fishing. fishing. <laughs> it was the only logical explanation to why a Portuguese man or woman would be at the Olympics. And what was the actual event? I have no fucking clue. It was uh, laying bricks in the in the winter. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Best unionized employee. Okay. Let's move back to the to the, to the naughty stuff. Yes, yes, please. The village. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of people coming from a lot of places. Side question: Do you think maybe some? Advanced sexually transmitted diseases have come out of the Olympics. Probably, I heard like, it's like an all-you-can-fuck buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I heard they go through all kinds of condoms. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to hear the stats of how many they've given out within like the first twenty-four hours. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've seen some Olympians, and I look and I go, me like, but yeah. especially the curling, the women, woo, because they go hard. Yeah, so do the men though. So do the men. Yeah, man, they both go hard. Heard. You know, it's one of the few sports where, like, you can tell somebody, hey, you need to go hard or go home. Yeah. And it actually, like, has a literal interpretation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of a winter Olympians. I mean, I, I get it. You know, if there's somebody pokes a couple holes in the condom, maybe you get some genetic freak baby that ends up being the greatest. Olymp- like, it's probably how Michael Phelps' parents met. <laughs> it but, has to be. It's, it makes sense, man. The way he's built is genetically not normal. Yeah. He's literally half fish. He's a fish, yeah. yeah. His mom was like like a ring specialist, like a gymnast, and his dad was just like a merman. <laughs> and, no, no, no. Oh, she man. was the mermaid, and he, he seeded her, her eggs on the side of a riverbank. Thus, Michael Phelps was born. My- his dad was amazing at canoeing. Okay. Michael Phelps' dad is King Triton. Yeah. <laughs> Zako man. My uh my unwritten rule for the whole uh Olympic village is fraternize with the enemy. Oh yeah. I think I think that's the time that you do. Genius. Slip a little slip a little something in their drink. Not like a roofie, but whoa, like actual whoa. poison. <laughs> Slow down. I didn't say Bill Cosby them. No, I didn't. Jesus Christ. I, I retracted immediately and said not roofie. I said actual murder them. <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. Well, I mean, they're not going to show up to compete. I'm just saying. My point is by fraternize with them is actually, you know, get busy with them. Now's the time to, you know, the whole rivalry of, you know, the Canadians and the Russians or the well, U.S. and Canada just happens anyways when you just try cross border. But like the, the Russians in Canada, like if that there was a time where you just hated these kind of people because you're so competitive i think that's the time you get freaky with them and you just 
let that go. You let you work out your differences. You fuck, you fuck the hate away. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And you yeah. kick their ass the next day. Or you get your ass kicked the next day. No, see, that's not thinking like an Olympian. You're the one that's going to be winning. Come on, Matt. Dude, I get just with look, the program. Dude, I just look at it as a glass with water in it, okay? <laughs> you just give them a little bit of the old spunk. It's either spunk full yeah. or empty. It's, like, it's just got water in it. Whole lot of wet. Which okay. apparently Olympic athletes are getting it. <laughs> Gross. It's true though, man. It's just like like you just see like the hallways of one of like the dorms or like the hotels and like it's all wet on the floor and then a guy comes in with like a Zamboni. Yeah. Could you imagine the people have to clean up those uh, those do- like essentially dorm rooms? You gotta figure too, okay, pro athletes are like peak physical condition mm-hmm. or even Olympian athletes are pro pro or sorry, peak physical condition. That probably means they know how to fuck. Oh, for sure, man. And they probably go hard and long. Do you think that maybe though that doesn't mean they're good at it? No, no. I feel like I feel they get like, around. I feel like it's the only. I feel like there is a. Internal, they got stamina. Like they're like when they're on their amateur tours. Mm. I feel like it's the only thing they can do to pass time. Dude, mm. didn't you hear uh, the NBA's? Road like records for all teams have gone up since tenders come out. Really? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you're, you're shooting 100%. Bingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, for you know, sure, man. I'm sure, I bet you shooting percentage goes through the roof. Oh, dude, you know, absolutely. If you, if you were to ask everybody, they'd probably say their confidence is in an 11. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're just, they're relaxed, they're easy. Do you think there's like underground? Competitions oh. between each dorm room of who can do the best Jackson Pollock painting. Oh, clever! <laughs> Very clever. I'll give it. Yeah, it was clever. It was good. It was a little bit gross. Yeah, but it was. clever. But I wonder if it's like it's it's one of those hidden things. Like guys, all right, get out the black. They lights. opened a Canada house to the public this year, though, at the Olympics in Pyeongchang. Yeah, yeah it's all a front. It's all a front. There's probably some underground sex live with like, <laughs> like red and white leather straps. Did you ever see Reno 911, the movie? It's called like the Beaver Hut or something. Yeah, the, the Reno 911. Uh, you saying that reminded me of a scene where he's like, "Welcome to the Suck Fest." I'm sure that's exactly what happens at the Olympic vi- Village. Yeah. Welcome to the Fuck Fest. Mm. It's true. It's I, I, I just picture being surrounded by super athletes. Like, there's no one I'd rather want to have like a pregnancy scare accident with than somebody who I think I can make like a super athlete with mm-hmm. yeah or fix any of like my genetic flaws like find somebody with lush hair <laughs> or you know the chiseled six pack that they were like yeah, I always had this I just built some skill around it dude or like find out someone who has an amazing metabolism yeah. mm. or so that's that. like six feet tall yeah that too mm. I need that okay wait guys participating so you're an Olympian, you've had the sex, you've carried the flag, you've participated or not participated in the opening ceremonies. It comes to the event. Now, is participating enough? Is winning a silver or bronze enough? Is gold the only acceptable thing? Because I always hear this bullshit there. They're like, eh, it's great to participate. I'm just happy to be here. No. Uh, that that's horseshit. Um, I any and again, I've said it from the beginning, probably three times now, like a broken record. Any Olympian who's going to the Olympics is going to win. It's not about just being there, because then why are you there? The whole idea is you want to be the best, and you're trying to get the gold. One hundred percent. Now, I've had this argument before, and I mean argument because I've argued with people where 
I think it is worse to get a silver medal oh, yeah. and better to get a bronze. It's the only it's the only medal you can win by losing. Losing. And no, I have so many people that are like, no, it's silver. Your second place is better than bronze. Your no. third. I said, when you look at places, yes, you, you technically your second, which is better than third. But you had to win to get the bronze. You had to win to get third place for certain second, sports. Second, yeah. Well, any well, really, almost any sport because second place you lost. Like you lost from first in, in especially team event. That that's not there. There's no satisfaction in ever coming second. Yeah, because second place is basically you are the number one loser. Yeah. Okay. What about if there was a double down option? So like you lose. Let's say you lose the the hockey finals. They're getting their golds. You're supposed to be getting your silvers, and you're like you put them back. You slide it back across the table, and you say, "Okay, one shootout. If if we lose, they get both medals." If <laughs> they get double, if we if we win, we just do another overtime. <laughs> <laughs> it would be more entertaining. I would. I think it'd be crazy. Call it the double down rule. Yeah, That'd they just good. like and they can deploy it at any point. Losers, losers get to walk away with a bucket of KFC. I was gonna say, does oh, KFC sponsor that? Double down. Good. Yeah, I I don't know. I've always been that firm believer. Is I'd hate. I would hate to get a silver. Because it just means you you lost. That's all it is. You do not want that reminder. You don't want that hanging on your wall because it's like, oh yeah, we lost. You know, we, we lost the gold. Let's say let's say that you do win and you get a podium finish. Oh yeah. Okay. Your anthem starts to play. You the man or the woman? Do the eyes well with tears? I'd imagine if I was an Olympian, yeah. my eyes because I'm pretty sentimental of a mm. person, so I feel like I'd cry mm. or I'd have a beer. Because I'd follow in the footsteps of my forefathers that are Canadian. <laughs> Those guys are amazing. Yes. Would you demand that the person, either to your right or your left, so your bronze or silver, do you, would you demand that they go get you tissues? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would. You know what? To, to the silver specifically. Hey, yeah. hey, loser. And you could do it because you're above them, That's literally right. and figuratively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, singing the anthem. Some people sing it loud and proud, although... Yeah, they, other people, they, they're not so, you know, keen. Well, with all the words changing now, I'll probably mess it up. Yeah. I'll sing it, and I'll sing it the way it was meant to be sang, <laughs> the original. For any of our American <laughs> listeners, we've recently had a lyrical change, which isn't the first lyrical change it's we've not. ever had it's not. To, the, to the anthem. Instead of all thy sons command, it is all, it, of, us. all of us command. Is that so really dumb. what it is? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, so it doesn't dumb. have a good ring, though. No. I would accept it if it was... It, just something that sounded a little more whimsical, a little more musical, hmm. but it, it's like a dead stop. It's in all of us come and it's not, it doesn't have the same yeah. kind of old Englishy sort of sound. All yeah. thy sons command. It's, I mean, I like it a little more. It'd be like if, you know, the O oh, say, can you see if they were just like, oh, hey, can you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's because you're not you're not inclusive. You just, you just don't want you any women be, to be part of our anthem. You Frank. shouldn't be changing history like that. I, I don't like it. Get with the times, Matt. It's 2018. History. Podium. Can't You can't know where you're going if you don't remember where you came from, man. Last podium. Deep. Last podium question. Yeah. Sometimes they give them flowers, too, or <laughs> like other shit that happens. <laughs> Let me ask you, if you're the silver... Do you consider just winding up with those flowers and cracking gold in the face? 
Dude, I would love to see that. What if you're gold and you say, hey, here, hold these? Yeah. <laughs> or like, like I'm just saying, like. So you take picture? Just become okay, the biggest also, dick. Also, do you think that this, I, I feel like if they put me in charge of the Olympics, I could really boost the ratings. Oh, dude. <laughs> but. Would we ever? What I would do is I would have that the podium like the people on the podium could talk shit about each other oh that would be oh, with so a smile like, with a like, smile tell me how it feels to to finally put old uh nancy kerrigan here in her place <laughs> tell me give me give me the goods yamaguchi tell me uh <laughs> tell me what's happening in your head right now you well, love that name <laughs> i do it's so fun to, you know why because it sounds like it should be and please forgive me anybody who thinks that this is mildly, you know, stereotyping or race racially charged. I am not saying it. It just sounds like Tamagotchi. <laughs> you okay. Remember those things? Those things were amazing. I feel like her name should be associated to some sort of electronical, like electronical game. Dude, mm. someone was talking to me about Tamagotchis the other day, and they're like, I really want to get one. It's like, why? <laughs> Your phone can do the same thing. Tell them to go get a time machine first and go back to get it and then also give me tips on potentially the real estate market. And, yeah, no kidding. You know, not allowing myself to become homeless. <laughs> I recreate Google and I name it Lugal. <laughs> well, for you, it'd be Moogle. Yeah, Moogle. Ma- Ma- Maggle. 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 It's like Omegle, Omega or whatever that thing is, but minus the dicks. <laughs> Closing ceremonies. Let's say you have a piss poor showing. Do you say, Do you stick around for them? Like, if you're day one, first day event, you get smoked. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Even if you win, do you stay for the rest of the Olympics? Do you enjoy the Olympics? Um, I assume they would, right? Like, yeah. I'm assuming so. they would because they really got nothing else going on. They fucking they're team won. players, Frank. They're committed to no, the sport. Well, I was just going to get, like, they're Olympians. They do this. They train every four, like, all year yeah. for the one event. They fucking, they win. They'll probably stick around because they got nothing better to do. Like, really, what are they going to do? Go I back just, and train? I just see that video of Scott Moyer, and he's cheering on the, the Canadian team, giving the refs some stick in the hockey, and it's just like... He's a beauty. That guy's hilarious. But he's a figure skater. No, he's not. Guys, I'm sorry. Oh, you're saying Scott Moyer, so I'm thinking <laughs> Mark McMorris. No, no. Very, very close. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was close-sounding names. Say, gonna, I, I do know uh, somebody who was an Olympian. Uh, this former ba- babysitter I had when I was younger, um, her daughter was in one of the Olympics, I think Lilyhammer or one of them. It was either Seoul or Lilyhammer, I can't remember. And she was in Paris figure skating, representing Canada. Mm. And she, no was, way. she was great. Nice. Yeah. She taught me to swim. She was a pretty tough, pretty tough cookie. So maybe figure skaters aren't pansies. No, they're not. And you know what the one thing I love about the Olympics Especially figure skating. I, I see it all the time with figure skating. Nobody watches figure skating year-round. Nobody. That's how sexual a lot of their moves are. It's also not televised anywhere because no. nobody would watch it. Exactly. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. But Canadians got in trouble for that. They barely watch figure skating year-round, and a lot of people don't figure skate, and they talk about it like they're fucking experts. The Olympics come around, and they're like, yeah, I'm a fucking triple axle expert over here, bud. Unwritten rule. You know nothing about Winter Olympics, so don't talk about Winter Olympics. You know Mm -hmm. nothing about amateur sports. Unless it's curling, which is televised regularly in Canada. I don't even give a fuck about that. Or hockey. It's glorified shuffleboard. (laughs) 
or bo- bochi ball yeah, like that, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Bochi ball? Bochi ball. Bochi, bochi. bochi, whatever. Fuck you. I'm not I'm ju- European. I'm, I'm just saying, like, people play. If you can be, if it can be played in a backyard <laughs> with minimal effort using <laughs> balls, that, like, if it's a sport that 80 year olds can play, like, curling should not be there. Is chess an Olympic sport? No. Was it? It, it should not be. I'm going to actually go curling tomorrow, by the way. Shit, we should, you know, are you? Yeah. I really want to try curling. It's, it's my first time it's trying fun. it. It's fine, but I can tell you, like, 100% it's not an Olympic sport. I'll be, I can the, tell ju- you, I'll be the judge. I can tell you that in high school, I tried to join our curling team. We had a curling team? Yes, we did. Well, I don't know when you were there, but when I was there, we had a curling team, and I can tell you firsthand they wouldn't let me do it. Because they knew I wasn't, I didn't care about curling. I was just trying to get a class. Okay, so curling is a great example. It's a great way to segue to going pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pro leagues for curling. Yeah, the Briar circuit, the Hearts, the Briar, yeah. the Scotties. You're an Olympian. You have an event that you're in. Do you go pro after? If it's your last Olympics, yeah, one hundred percent. You sell out, baby. But that's my question. But Are like, there a lot of like pro? Like, I'd have to think a, in Europe. What's like, pro skier do? Okay, so it's like cycling. Like nobody here watches Tour de Tour de France. No. But Certain sports in the Olympics do snowboarding, skiing, that stuff because there's the World Championships, there's X Games, right? That stuff. But isn't that the same thing? Curling. You're just competing. Like, is that really a pro level thing? Like, going pro to me is like you're a you know a young kid playing the hockey, and then you go into the NHL. But the X Games happens like every year, right? Mm. So that's like a big tournament every year or something like that. Yeah, I guess so, so. I would assume that's pro. The one that does not. Have a league is the biathlon in the Olympics, the one where it's like the cross country skiing. You got to shoot the gun. That came on. The first ten minutes was boring as shit. Who's tuning in? Like, don't get me wrong, you guys and gals that do that, you're physically fit. Yeah, absolutely. Good on you because the amount of uphill cross country skiing those people were doing at the start was incredible. But literally ten minutes of them moving maybe two kilometers an hour. Dude, we're not we're not bashing. Hell is this? The athletes no. The sport. It was boring as shit. I got a biathlon event that would make the Olympics amazing. Hit me. Call it the polar biathlon. Yes, you're my. I was going to say the exact same thing. You start on a northern ice float, (laughs) and you have to. You have you're put on there with a bear, a polar bear, and then you have to jump off, swim to shore, and outswim the bear. Technically, two things are happening: you're surviving a bear attack, and you're swimming in freezing cold water. Yeah. Hypothermal suit to so they don't die right away. Also, there's like a very no no. We give them all the required gear to survive, but we, they get lathered in honey. Yes, and one lucky contestant has a knife in his ice float that mm. he can find. No, maybe maybe that ice float with the knife on it is floating around mm, out there, and maybe you can swim to it. Yeah. What what if when you get to land, you then have to feed the bear without it feeding on you? Ooh, that's another good option, right? Yeah, that's another good one. No, no, you like have to pick up fight. a bag of fish and somehow convince the bear to eat the fish, not you. Somehow you be, be, be <laughs> no, befriend no, the bear. You, no, you're left with you have to MacGyver a trap where all you have is an actual bear trap, a big like salmon, and and maybe like. Some fireworks or something just to make the end, like when the bear claw snaps on it. fucking his. T-Rex. You're the everyday McGarnagle. You can't see you if you move. Why do they give us the flare? You did the motion for fireworks like the flare. I'm like, this is Jurassic Park. Freeze. Okay, you have to do the whole event while... Um, Jeff Goldblum was running around out there telling me about how chaos is a thing. And 
Life, oh, bless. life, life happens. Bless yeah. the Goldblum. Um, yeah, he's great. Oh yeah. Endorsements. Mm-hmm. Post Olympic career, you know you're never going to get a chance to rejuvenate your interest. You just take every endorsement Dude, you possibly can. You become can. the hundred percent of, of sellout. How about Viagra? Anything, whatever they give you. Yeah. Dude, I Viagra perfect slogan: rise, rise with Viagra. Like I rose to the top of the podium. Rise Boom. to the top. That's you're rising. It. Rising to the top. I like it. Yeah. National talk show circuits. Do you yes. go on the, the Good Morning America yeah, and the Regis and Kelly or Kelly and you got to be a, you got to be the the people's person. You got to go on all those things. You have people to like you, tune yeah. into you, invest into you. Because then you know what you do. You create a podcast and it becomes successful. Unlike this one. What, <laughs> okay. Wow. Railroaded. <laughs> okay. What, what, can I ask you guys a question? To- I had what, to. I'm sorry. It was right there. It's totally okay. Which talk show would you go on as an athlete? You're an asshole. Who's any talk show? <laughs> which one do you want to go on? Is Regis in the morning still the thing? No, no I'm kidding. No, um, no. Good morning, America. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, America. Probably. That's the big one, right? That's the one everyone watches. Matt's Good Morning America. I don't watch talk shows. Um, it can be anything. Any talk format show. Oh, any. I think you're saying like yeah. big, big ones. Oh, I'd go on Conan. This show's oh. pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I'd go on Conan. Yeah. Uh, either Jimmy Fallon or not, not Jimmy Fallon. This is the other one. Colbert. No Kimmel Yeah it's not like Jimmy Kimmel I'd go on his I'd go on the, the Eric Andre show Yeah Eric Andre show's hilarious What about The View? <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people watch that show? No I know It's just such a funny <laughs> I'd go on The View I, For for af- After the Olympics I have an unwritten rule Okay And it's Again mine are always You know To a point um, Have fun but don't do anything incriminating, especially in 2018. And, oh, yeah. And the reason why I say is everything is on social media now. And the moment you're caught doing something and it, it happens every Olympics, you're lambasted. People hashtag come li- after you. Hashtag Elizabeth Swanee. Boom. Like people come after you. You're now your career's in jeopardy. Now you lose your sponsorships because, you know, you were found, you know, smoking dope or whatever it was. It's just don't. Um, whatever you're doing, just make sure it's nothing incriminating or at least in public around other people. It's a great rule, Ashton. My only question is, why weren't you there in 2014 for Ryan Lochte? He could have used that. I know. He could have used point, that. Right? That's my what point, right? That's my point. Oh, that guy's terrible. Okay, guys. We're at that part of the show. It's golden rule time. Well, I guess I'll go. Yeah, give us your golden rule. So, I think I, I had to. Just for the, for the sake of it, my first one was, don't do drugs. I don't like oh, the idea of doping. No doping? No doping. Just don't do drugs. You want what? to be an Olympian? Prove you're the best. You don't need anything to assist you doing that except for yourself. What's the consequence for doping? For you? Lifetime ban? Yeah. Why not? Lifetime ban You're, you're, you're a piece of garbage if Lifetime you have to ban. dope. Lifetime ban execution in the main stadium? Wow. Not that far. I just, I hate... You really, like, want to see some form of death or destruction. I'm, you know, I have those Roman genetics. I mean, that's really where the Olympics came from. Yeah. It's all an evolution, right? So why not just digress in society instead of evolve? Like, see, why, why isn't there an event where some sort of animal is trying to kill a human? <laughs> oh, man, we should make a TV show about that where, like, society's at the pinnacle and then it just digresses slowly yeah. each season after season. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like a show where they start at the top and, and, and up at the bottom. And now they're here. The, yeah. 
the, the second golden rule I had, um, this just came to me. I, I don't know how, but it just did. But know your limits, play within it. Oh my god, that is such a rip off the fucking OLG. <laughs> Can I just say, I feel like the, the uh, Did you just hear that commercial in your head suddenly? I was hoping you'd think about that. No, but seriously, think about that. Wait, so, but isn't the whole point of being an Olympic athlete to get above your limits? To like set world records, to set personal records? Yeah. You just like told everybody to like <laughs> do worse. Do it as good as you always do, or a little worse. No, 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 no. And again, I don't play within, have, play within your limits. I don't Maybe have slightly less. I don't have the Olympic mindset. But again, it was that whole thing about if you injure yourself, you know how far you push yourself. Like you know what you can do. You want to push yourself as far as you can go. But don't don't get caught up in it. Don't get crazy. And hey, I want to be on that Wheaties box. Now I'm going to even push that much harder to the point of injuring yourself. To the point of then taking yourself out of the Olympics. Snor- like snorting steroids and then taking your Wheaties shot. That's it. My two golden rules, because I have two. For fans, enjoy it. It happens every four years. Have fun with it. Yeah. Right? It's it's a cool event. Okay. For so the, the athletes. Rule, just have fun with it? Yeah, enjoy it, man. It, All right. It's a fun time, it's right? It's an unwritten rule to have fun and enjoy the Olympics? Yeah, some people just hate it because they hate. I'm saying just right. enjoy it. Uh, the other one for the athletes, don't be silly. Wrap that willy. <laughs> that is... Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Yeah, man. I like it. Okay. Mine is going to be very simple. Kids, adults, elderly, animals. Anyone out there that is listening, do not be an Elizabeth Swanee. <laughs> yes. Just I do agree. Not, just do not be someone. Don't celebrate her. Don't. I don't honestly. I'm gonna say this because I know some people are like really big on you know women's rights and everything like that right now, and I understand. I get it. Yeah, we all do here at the Unwritten Rule. But whether this was a man, woman, or a child, a dog, a cat, an alien, a demonic possessed zombie person, I don't care. Taking the life's work of others who. I can guarantee you have had to suffer to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether it's through that maniacal parent we talked about that's living vicariously through their child. God damn you, Kevin Costner. Whether it's the communist regime that forced them to go in the first place because their supreme leader is apparently a god. Whether it's the fact that they have a mental disorder that causes <laughs> them to obsess about winning. Or maybe it's just that they're the type that can push themselves beyond all normal brinks of human human capability. Mm-hmm. Just please don't be the person who brings that down. Hmm. Because it's deep. It's he's right though, like man. What yep. like like she did it just to promote herself so she could put on her resume that she was a former she, Olympian. She's an Olympian. Dude, you know what that reminded me of? Like that whole Elizabeth Swanee. Do you remember when Krusty bets all his money on the Washington Generals? Yeah. And he's like, he's spinning the ball on his finger. They it's were, the same thing. She's skiing backwards. They were due. <laughs> it's no, the exact I, same no, thing. Well, well played. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't take that away from people. I just It's supposed to be something, and I get it. The IOC is full of shit. And the Olympic Are com- they ever? The Olympic Committee reeks. Almost all the events are scored with totally biased paid off judges I'm just saying don't be the person who goes and makes it an even bigger mockery than it already is and Mm -hmm. also 
don't be the person at home that defends that person because they found a loophole. That's right. Like when people do that and they and they're the same people that turn around and go, "Oh, society's falling apart, society's crumbling." It's because we perpetuate a culture of being scam artists and shitheads. Yeah, like, we all cheat. All of us. I, I understand that, but like perpetuating it and supporting it and saying it's a good thing, like just don't be that. I just want to see some tricks. Yeah, just if you're going to be in a half pipe, here's an unwritten rule. If you're in a half pipe, do something. Don't just don't just do nothing. Do something. Mm-hmm. Because it's a half pipe. <laughs> and also don't don't ski in a half pipe. Skiing in a half pipe is lame. They're they're for snowboards and snowboards alone or skateboards. I don't even like rollerblades in a half pipe. Any board, a board of some sort. It must be a board. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I, agree. I can't wait for the new sport where it's uh, surfing half pipe. Like wakeboards? Yeah. It's going to be a thing one day. If you have any thoughts, if you haven't already hit me up on your with your thoughts. <laughs> on the Elizabeth if Swanee. If you're one of the 18,000 people who's uh, badgered me about my Elizabeth Swanee tweet. Please, OLG, don't come after us either. Please don't anybody ever come after us. We have no money. I like your slogan. I, I never want to be the gold the gold medal winner in I I got fucked over for the rest of my life because of this podcast Olympics. But I want to thank uh, I want to thank Ashton for sitting in for uh, Luca today. Ashton also hosts another podcast on our network called Gone Gaming. You betcha. If you're into video games, give it a listen. <clears throat> That's right. Ashton, do we have anything to look forward to this week, maybe on the podcast? Absolutely. Talking about uh, sitting here with Matt. We're talking about Burnout Paradise Remastered for anybody interested in, in some racing games. And talked about the Dice Awards that just uh, happened yesterday. What are the Dice Awards? Awards where they honor and uh, talk about video games. Ooh, that sounds like it's going to be juicy. It is. Okay. Uh, if you want to keep the conversation going with us on um, social media... You can reach out to us on Twitter at the UR Podcast or on Instagram at the Unwritten Rule Podcast. You can find the Unwritten Rule Podcast on any major podcast apps found on your home PC, MacBook, tablet, or smartphone, mobile devices. Download, like, subscribe, drop us a review. We would really appreciate it. You can do that through Apple Podcast app, iTunes, or use the Google Play Store to download podcast apps such as CastBox, Dogcatcher, Google Play Music, Podcast Pocket Casp, Pocket Attic, po- babe, just <laughs> Pocket anything. Just fucking Google us. Matt, every week you're going to drop week. the Google. I'm, every week I'm going to say fucking Google us. Yeah. Just Google us, baby. Not even in a facetious way. Just seriously, that's how easy it is. Like, honestly, everything sh- everything's Googleable. Googleable. Yes. You're on fire today. I'm just, I love inventing words that are really difficult Googleable. to say. Like, there, there had to be an easier way to say that without inventing a stupid <laughs> word, and I couldn't find it, so I invented the stupid word that I can't even say. Yeah. We would love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. So please, give us some feedback. Also, remember all you champions and potential Elizabeth Swannies. Rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones. Peace.